Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting Your Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creators of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email us and let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Kara Tomei. And what I do on Just Do It is seek out artists who have hybridized their careers uh, to include some form of programming that engages the public and also some form of DIY practice in terms of their own business and or work and or cultural practicing. Practicing, I just made up that word. Um, so that could be through an ongoing project, an artist collaborative, a nonprofit entity, a business, whatever form it takes. Uh, we here at Just Inc. want to support and champion these creatives who have diversified their practice to engage an audience and also help their own careers move forward as they're being um, artists and uh, diversified artists. The goal is to give them a forum to share their experiences, to inspire others to do the same. So I like to introduce the audience to people that I have found who are perfect for this show. And one of those people is my guest today, Tin Nguyen. And I'm going to go ahead and just invite him right on to the show. And we are going to start chatting about uh, Tin and all the interesting things he does. Hi, thanks for being on. Just do it. Hi, Kara. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, well, I, I appreciate you being here because you are indeed someone who fits the perfect uh, guest in my book because you are a working practicing artist with a very vigorous uh, practice. You show all over uh, Los Angeles, internationally, you perform. In fact, I, um, I discovered you only recently. In fact, this is kind of the first time, no, this is the first time aside for a two-minute conversation before the show that we have talked in person, I will admit that I cyber-stalked you after discovering <laughs> your work. Um, a good friend of mine who's the exhibition uh, supervisor at the Brand Library in Glendale, a beautiful space, uh, she supervised a show called Go Big or Go Home, which was a group show mm -hmm. that you were in, Tin, and I kind of mm -hmm. got wind of the of your you and your work through the promotion of the show and then also going to see the show where you had pieces on the wall but also did a, I thought, incredibly beautiful, moving performance piece that I will let you describe in a minute as a way to kind of start talking about your work. And then I also, you know, became, became Facebook friends and seeing that you also have very quickly been in several other shows around the Los Angeles and even the Desert Palms area doing very intensive uh, physical performances. And I'm just, a, I just love that kind of work. So a fan of your artistic work for sure. And then along the way, I discovered that along the way of getting to know your, your work, I discovered that you are also someone who had established your own business and also, um, which, which and the business included 
inviting others to exhibit in your space. And that I believe led to a lot of your uh, work as a cultural developer, which is your term, which I love, a cultural developer. And you have brought culture to Los Angeles County, Orange County, in many different cities of LA. And, and we're gonna talk about all of that. So we've got a nice map now of where we might go to talk, <laughs> although I'm sure we'll, we will meander as well. But let's just do this first. I just want to uh, just kind of the nuts and bolts of who you are. Give me a little, you know, uh, one paragraph summary, if you can, just, you know, <laughs> who you are as an artist. And um, and then you could just lean into uh, talking about your performance work, which you've been doing recently, which will then articulate what you're interested in as, as an artist. Uh-huh. Um, well, thank you for all the the nice things you said about me. I appreciate that very much, and um, and thank you uh, again for inviting me to be a part of this conversation. I really appreciate it. Um, well, as an artist, I came from Vietnam and um, in '95, and so I'm here in the Orange County, Los Angeles area for almost 20 years, and um, I started undergraduate. School, you know, um, going to undergraduate school, I, I didn't, you know, discover art until um, I was doing psychology, and uh, and I realized uh, that I was drawing most of the time when I was in uh, psychology class. I took a painting class, and that was the end of that, and that was like well, but the I psychology, oh, the psychology makes perfect sense as your background because your <laughs> your pieces are so psychological, and I'm sure you brought a lot of that sensibility into your art. So that doesn't seem unrelated at all. But go on. So you switched to yeah, art, and so, then went on for an MFA. So uh, yeah, I went uh, graduate uh, undergraduate school, and after two year, um, uh, a few colleagues of mine and I form, um, you know, art artist collective called United Cap, and we start um, showing in downtown LA, we start um, uh, initiating it in downtown Long Beach, as well as in Fullerton, and that's how we kind of sort of got, you know, um, the whole art activity going, and then, you know, I went to graduate school, came out from graduate school, established my own studio in Hawthorne, and um, and then start, you know, discontinuing my curatorial practice since undergraduate school, so I continue to do that as well. And it's sort of like a dual kind of um, parallel practice where I've been doing. And and so it, I, I'm continuing to do that. So, <laughs> so here I right. am now. <laughs> there you are now with a lot of um, things on your plate and wearing many hats, which is just part of being, really part of being an artist. And all the kind of artists mm-hmm. that we love to talk to on GIST are, are people who kind of have their hands in many different pots. And it's all part of your practice. It's not compartment. Yeah. It doesn't have to be compartmentalized. You know, it's not, yeah. I'm an artist and I'm, it's like, I'm an artist and these are things I do, which can include curatorial practices and public practices and business practices and all of it. It all, it's all part of kind of having a, um, a varied uh, life as an artist and different ways to well make money monetize and also have your passions you know you have to have that mm-hmm. strike that balance right I'm curious about exactly. I'm curious about the business part of it I know we're kind of jump let's jump to that if only because not every artist what you're calling it establish a studio but what you mean is you start a, you establish a business for yourself that that mm-hmm. is your studio mm-hmm. talk about doing that and the structure of that I think that's just kind of good information about how to go about having a business that is yourself and 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 mm-hmm. 
representing your work and other things that you mm-hmm. might do under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. I think um, one of the things that, that was kind of interesting when I was in graduate school, that the program that I was in, there was not really a business of, uh, of art, really, um, to inform you, you know, like, and one of the questions I asked is like, uh, okay, I'm making all of these art, now what do I do with it? You know, that yep. was like one of the questions that I, I asked myself. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who's asking this question. And oh, so no, all artists we, are. And, and, and sadly, yeah. most even MFA <laughs> programs don't prepare their students. I went to CalArts. I wasn't prepared either. It's like a conversation yeah. that's been going on for a long time. Like, why aren't graduate schools preparing their students a little bit more for, for quote, business practices? Because you really uh-huh. have to have them. I mean, that's why Karen Atkinson mm-hmm. at CalArts, who was my mentor, started getting your shit together or just gist and she does mm-hmm. provide workshops to uh CalArts students but not on mass just those who, who want it but she really wanted to fill the void because of you know like like you just went and figured it out which is great you yeah. know what i mean but wouldn't it have been great yeah. if you were a little bit more prepared uh by you know having kind of some some practical uh knowledge and skills i, I think you probably would say yes of course <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's one of the reasons why I um I started a discussion slash seminar when I was in, in graduate school, you know, to just well my colleagues who comes out of graduate school and understand that, you know, art is a business and that, you know, we have to carry ourselves professionally. And so that's one of the things and, and that was when um I came across Get Your Shit Together and then, you know, do a, a pairing program um uh part of the Claremont Consortium to invite Karen to come to do a lecture there. And that's how I, I, I met Karen. And then, you know, Oh, that's great. And, and that was like in 2011 yeah. or so, or 2010. That's a that long time 2010, ago. 2010, 2011. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit. Oh, great. So, so you took a gist too. workshop. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we invited her to lecture for the schools and I invited my colleagues over to, you know, um, uh, to, to get, what Karen was all about because it was like, this is great. You know, there's a sense of um, um, direction for all of us um, once we get out of undergraduate school. But I was already an active participant in Mm -hmm. sort of like the art community in Los Angeles right after undergraduate school because um, a few, like I said, a few colleagues of mine form a collective. We call it United Cat. And I was already curating and we were already putting exhibitions in downtown L.A., um, in really just like empty spaces that people don't want or just empty. And we would ask permission if we could uh, have shows there. And then I was partner up with, um, it's called Coos Art Center in Long Beach. This is way before any art walk happened. And the director there was like, I want what you're doing in downtown LA, which is what we mm-hmm. were activating the scene in downtown LA. And this is the time when um, downtown LA, the art walk was gone many, many years ago. And, you know, um, it was just good road and, and dingy and what have you. And so there were, you know, a few galleries down there. Um, the Deborah Martin Gallery is part of the Spring Art Collective, as well as Pharmaca and Greenberg and mm-hmm. um, the Hive. And all of us are just together to activate the downtown art scene and it became the downtown LA art walk and um, somehow I was accredited for, uh, for um, to be a part of that and then um, uh, and I was doing this thing with with my own collective uh, down there to activate the scene down there 
And that's what the director of the Coos Art Center in Long Beach, there was like only two galleries down there, I believe. And that was a nonprofit gallery. And he invited me to like, please, Tim, do something down here. We want some excitement down here. And so I talked to my collective and we were like, let's bring them a show. And so it became the thing that initiated the downtown Long Beach Art Walk. And that's, that's great. And so, that is so great. And you've seen that. I mean, we see downtown LA now has exploded beyond measure. But so it's cool that yeah. you were part of that early thing. Now it's just a madhouse of, of fabulousness and the art walk brings 10,000 people or something. I mean, it's crazy. And then Long Beach as well has now really got a kind of artistic hub and a solid one. And I, that's, and you actually, I will, I will cheat and say that we, in our pre-conversation, I tried to not ask you too much because I wanted to keep it fresh, mm -hmm. as I say, but you said that kind of mm -hmm. you, you have, have, meandered around different parts of LA, you know, in terms of Long Beach, Hawthorne, Fullerton, which mm -hmm. I'm trying, Fullerton, yeah. because you're seeing places that need more, they need more activation, and then you're part of it, either living there or having a studio there or, or not, but I, mm -hmm. I like that you're zeroing in on places that need invigoration, a little bit, you know, need a little <laughs> bit more invigoration, that's, that's mm -hmm. a great way to, to uh, go about, you know, doing things. Because I, I believe art um, is the key to vitality to a, a community or an area or a city. And so yeah. and then part of my practice is believing in that art should be the heart of the city that activates it. And so that's why, you know, anywhere I sort of see that there's a need for art to sort of revitalize the community, that's where I'm going to be. And that's right. why... That's why I try to do that, um, you know, as much as I could. And so, um, yeah, so, the, you know, so the, the Hawthorne area was like I had my studio there and there were no, no, no sort of culture, like, you know, art. Um, and then so I, I decided to open my studio and just invite artists to, to show their work within my studio. And I kind of missed the curatorial process because after graduate school, I was just want to focus on making my art, but I was like, I miss this sort of like, you know, sense of community, sense of working with other artists and getting to know their work. And so once I opened my studio and just say, hey, come exhibit here. And then I didn't want to just, you know, put a show together and that's it. I wanted to make an impact. And that's one of the things that I'm constantly focusing on with all my own practice is the idea of impact and how can I make mm -hmm. an impact within Within, with an individual or community or, you know, um, nationally or internationally. So the idea of impact is, is one of the things that I focus on very much. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's, that's when I, I was like, okay, I have to open my studio, I have to do this. And I'm so glad that even the mayor of the city of Hawthorne and the whole council came to the show and they were extremely supportive of, um, of what happened there. And um, of course, great. you know, things there, you know, there you know, must come down, right? <laughs> so, yes, so, um, true. Yeah, there were how long, how long were you, sorry to interrupt, but how long were you programming and having your studio in Hawthorne? I'm just curious. How I, long was that that you were doing years, that? For three years, yeah. Three and years. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, and so. can you just because it's fun to hear like the also the artistic part, can you talk about 
is there one, let's just maybe one um, show or um, activity or, or happening or that, that you put together in those three years in Hawthorne that you really got, that you're really proud of and you could actually talk a little bit about like what, what it was, you know, let's talk, let's talk mm-hmm. literal art. <laughs> let's talk about, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I want to hear, uh, just, just pick an event, uh, you know, that you really got excited about and that the community embraced and you just felt like this is, this is really working on all levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually um, uh, a year or two ago. Um, I started another programming uh, uh, out as a branch from, you know, Tin Studio, and that is called Video Tag. And basically the, the concept of video, it, you know, I was preparing a video to show um, at an exhibition, and there were so many requirements in terms of, you know, having it on, on a TV or having it. So, so anyway, with that inspired me to be like, whoa, the video medium, it's, it's very um, limited in terms of how it's presented. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I wanted this to be sort of a community kind of thing and then bringing excitement to for others to enjoy video art um, as something that is uh, that is uh, culturally significant, but yet it's not out of touch with the community. So I decided to to do a programming with video tag, um, thinking that doing simultaneous projections, um, sort of like a flash mob of projections, and <laughs> having you know having a bunch of artists come project at the same time for a duration of time, and then having all the audience just to be walking around and having it outside of the space and protecting on the surface of the space which is you know uh so i this is my sort of pitch to the artist is like any surface is a surface for projection right. and that's right. what i call community art you know like then this yeah. way the community is more accessible for the community uh, and the video medium becomes more accessible so that way, you know, the community and the audience can interact, in a sense, interact or entertained by um, by the work. And so that was the the initial uh, starting point was at Hawthorne, outside of my studio, projected all over the parking lot as well as on the building, and it became this exciting event that just that that like exploded and in my head, <laughs> at least anyway. <laughs> And then I um, I continued the programming and I I went to um, to New York and then I did the same thing. I I realized that you know the whole political uh, uh, situation with the Staten Island uh, and Eric um, Eric Garner case. And then so I went over and I looked at Staten Island. There's barely any sort of cultural activity there as well, but there were like this one um, angel investor who trying to make an art studio there and then trying to make an art scene there. And uh, he's working really hard. He was like, you know what, let's partner up each other. I'm, I, ha- I started this program called Video Tag, and I'm inviting artists all over the United States as well as internationally. Let's do this together. And then so we did. We, we where was that again? Well, I'm sorry, tell, Tin, sorry to interrupt, but I missed where this was exactly. You said an area of New York that, that was trying to be... Which Staten island? island, New York. Staten, Staten island. island. Okay, Staten Island. Yeah. Sure. Oh, cool. On Staten Island. All right, got it. I missed yeah. the Staten Island part. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was so interesting too. The the cultural tre- treasure of uh, of Staten Island as well as part of the 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 New York. Um, uh, uh, I, I'm blanking. 
their names yeah. out. I forgot their names. But they were there, and they were like, Tin, would you like to do programming here in Staten Island? <laughs> oh, that's great. And, and Staten so, Island's the one you have to get go on a on a overhead on a ferry, uh, yeah. Ferry, or or is it fair? Is it is it a, is it the ferry that goes over the br- under the bridge, or is it in the water? I bet I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it's um you you have to go through the water. There's a, a body. Well, so that, so okay, this that's yeah. so what a great event to be to be a part of. So people got on a you know water taxi, went yeah. over to Staten Island, and and got mm-hmm. to see a, a a bunch of curating, including your video tag program. I love the name, by the way. And uh, it sounds that sounds incredible. That's something you can do anywhere and take anywhere, uh-huh. as, as you as you are already doing with LA yeah. and New York. Yep. And uh-huh. is there plans for a next one? Yeah. Well, the recent one actually was a few months ago. It was at Eastside International, and so we we project outside of Eastside International building as part of um, bio biomethography programming from uh, a, a pair of curators, um, Jessica Wembley and uh, Chris Christensen. And so um, they invited me to be a part of that conversation, and I was you know, excited to do that, and that just went down. And so my plan is to take this international, um, from the very conception of it, is that because of the flexible of the video medium, I'm mm-hmm. planning um, to do a video tag in Vietnam as well as various Asian countries, like you know, I'm I'm envisioning Thailand, uh, Korea, Japan, um, China. So I will take it international, and as well as to Europe and South America as well, and Australia. So I I try to like you know all over the world as I yeah. can. Um, and if you, you yep, <laughs> and I, I love that you are in, you're envisioning it, and one must in, envision in order to make it happen. And I think with with your passion and your focus, I, I don't doubt that we will see video tag all over the world. Tin, I'm excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> so yeah, that sounds like that really too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that is really exciting. That's something you're working on. And then, and we only have a few more minutes, but let's, let's uh, quickly, you had, you had said that also your next area that you really would like to be involved in invigorating through the arts of San Pedro. So tell me a little bit about how that's come about and what your plans are. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm working with South Bay Contemporary to curate and uh, a performance event for next year, 2017. And that's going to be around in October. And I love to bring the audience from uh, from L.A. because there, there's this, I feel there is a, uh, a dissonance between the two areas. And there is this sense of um, insulation. And so I want to break that. I, I, you know, well, this is the vision I hope that it could happen, is that I would love to bring the audience from the L.A. area down to San Pedro to see mm-hmm. the cultural vitality there and and, and to cultivate cultivate more cultural activities. I mean, there's already an art walk there. There's already cultural activities there, but it's just making it more connective. And then that's another yeah. thing I realized after doing so many of these isolated sort of like city by city or area by area, I realized there must be some sort of connectivities among the area to make the whole county, the whole area, you know, California or what have you, the whole area to be to be more exciting and and thriving and then continue to thrive rather than just pop up and disappear like fireworks. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do um, know what you mean. I mean, it's a challenge in a gigantic city like LA. I mean, because you know, you know, those the different areas you've talked about. You know, it's a trek. So you got for for someone from Los Angeles to drive all the way to San Pedro or Long Beach or Fullerton or even Hawthorne. So, but if you, but I find I think if you make a good reason, and that's what you're saying, make a exciting, creative reason for people to make these journeys and connect connect the scenes together. I think that's a wonderful goal as well, for sure. Let me ask I, you, I just, with our wait, with our last yeah. few minutes left, though, let me ask you this, because you've been so active now and so proactive and so DIY and, again, perfect, you know, kind of candidate to talk about doing things yourself. And, and go, I do want to ask, I know I'm putting you on the spot and I didn't ask you to prepare, prepare for this, but like all along the way, what would you say are one or two or three things that you learned kind of from looking at um, just in terms of learning how to be professional, how to really do it in a business-like way, like what are a couple of things you've learned that you felt were essential that, that you've now, that have helped you through doing all of the, these things? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm always learning and I'm going to continue to learn. Um, uh, and there's so much, and there's so many, that, so much that I don't know. Uh, but so, the one yeah. thing, I, personally, I, 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 I I do what, whatever I can to be extremely professional. And to me, that, and that's so important. And one of the things I've learned is, you know, uh, if I can make it easier for somebody, mm-hmm. do it for them. Because being a curator, too, it's like, you know, there's certain things that I, I request from artists and, and talk to artists, and it, 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 it's, not, it's not promptly done, it just, it just makes it, the process a little bit more difficult. So that's mm-hmm. the one thing that I, I try to do is to be prompt with my answer, to be prompt with and professional about my responses to, um, to certain requests. And so right. that's the one thing I personally learned and from experience working with so many artists over the years that I was like, oh, I need this right now. I know it's so last minute, but please do give it to me. <laughs> so be, the press release and it's going to come out tomorrow, you know. Like, <laughs> we're always so working on those things. kind of deadlines. Yeah. Yeah. Just so be, well, that's, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then being prompt and just being, just, and then making, making, making each other's um, work process and making each other's lives a little easier. And, mm-hmm. and, and, me is uh, respect. I think respect is such a key. And then, of course, you know, I believe in respect earned, not given. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, give people the benefit of the doubt and, you know, um, give them some respect. And then for me, it's like, uh, this is, you know, funny. And I talk to a lot of curators' friends and a lot of artists' friends. Like, you know, there's so many times I have to babysit people. And I was like, I think I'm done doing that. <laughs> right, right, like, you know, yes. You know, we we all need, I don't know, personally, I just think that I, I you know, it's it's good to be professional. It's good to be prompt. It's good to be, um, to be proactive. And one of the things that I, um, when I do studio visit, I always, um, talk to artists about the idea of empowerment. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, don't wait for other people to empower you. That is mm-hmm. your job as an artist to empower yourself. 
Right. You mean and you mean like just do it? Like you like you could use that phrase it. if you yeah. like. Just do it. Just do it. You know? Yeah. yeah. No. That's that, that yeah. that's what we talk about. That's what we talk about. Yeah. Well, it is good advice, and I'm I'm pleased that you are in the LA area doing what you're doing. It's been a pleasure talking. We could go on probably more, but I do like to keep uh -huh. my show. I, I like to keep people wanting more rather than uh -huh. <laughs> overdoing it. So I'm going to say goodbye. What I am going to do is tell our listeners that you can find it on Facebook through his studio. It's actually spelled T-H-I-N-H, studio.com. And you're on Facebook on both profiles. And um, and I urge people to to get in, connected with you. Go see your work. Go see his performance work. It's a, a wonderful end to engage as audience members in these things. You certainly have a fan in me. And I am pleased that we have gotten to know each other. And I would like to do so further. So thank you for uh, being a new friend and colleague and for being my guest on the show today. Thank you so much, Kara, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, thank you. I enjoy our conversation. And thank you for being a fan because, you know, <laughs> you're welcome. Know that you have somebody standing behind you. <laughs> yes, you've got so me you and, so and, and, and Gist Inc. And I'm going to also tell our audience uh, how to engage with Gist Inc. Uh, you can go onto our website, which is gyst-ink.com. And we have uh, the resources you need to uh, do things like TIN is doing. We have hundreds of pages of free information as well as books and software and resources, everything you would need to, to uh, understand the business of art and for doing your own thing and making all this cultural stuff happen. So if you're someone that has that inclusion, please find us and on Facebook and all those other good things. It's been a pleasure, Kara Tomei, signing off with you. summer slowdown? Is that a thing? At Reebok, we want to help you stay motivated and keep moving all summer long. That's why for a limited time, we're giving you your second pair of footwear for just $25. So now you can up your game with some versatile trainers, set a personal best with our running shoes, or crush the course with Reebok all-terrain shoes. The choice is yours. Find your summer inspiration at the Reebok Outlet Store at the Citadel Outlets, Citadel Drive, Commerce. But hurry, these savings won't last. Reebok, be more human. Ends June 27th. Terms and conditions apply. See in-store for details. Details. Old Navy's Saturday Steal is back with the season's biggest one-day deal. 50% off all jeans, plus kids' tees and girls' tanks and leggings for just $3. One day only this Saturday at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 8.5 excludes clearance jeans. $3 deal, select styles only.